This is your host, Natalie Allport, former national team athlete and entrepreneur, and welcome to the All In Podcast, where I share stories, interviews, and advice with the goal of helping you go all in. What is up, guys? Um, We're doing a different live, not someone in the sports space today, and I'm very, very excited to have Max Clement go on. He has 1.3 million followers on TikTok, crushing it over there, and of course, if you guys have been Staying tuned to all the TikTok news. It's been absolutely crazy, especially today um, with all the TikTok news about how it might be getting banned in the US. Both of us are not from the US. However, I think this is gonna be, you know, pretty big effect for everyone. So here, I'm gonna get Max on here. Hey. What's up? Hi, Natalie. Hi, everyone. I just Can you see me okay? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're good. Cool, I'm in Cyprus, so I hope my internet doesn't, uh, doesn't give up on me. It's not very fast on these islands, nations. But, uh, I know what you mean. I, I've been to uh, Bali and trying to get work done when you're there is like the internet is not good at all. Well, that's also in, the, in, in addition to the heat that hurts productivity mm. anyways. So that's a oh, toxic yeah. cocktail of procrastination right there. But, <laughs> but yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on. I'm so excited to dig into TikTok because like the news even today has been crazy. I've seen so many people going live on their TikTok trying to get everyone to like follow their YouTube and their Instagram? Yeah, I should probably, I should probably do that, to be honest. I've, I've just been such a TikTok advocate, like, I, I don't even want to entertain that possibility. But I mean, that's obviously a good idea. Um, so yeah, so I think, yeah, I've been seeing that too. I've been seeing like a lot of videos on my For You page of like my fellow kind of creators just going like, okay, guys, you know what, it's been fun two years on TikTok, but now we have to move on. It's like, just chill the fuck out for now. <laughs> Can I swear here? I can't swear. Can I swear? Oh yeah, go for it. Yeah, so it's like, it's not, you know, the, the, the administration said they were gonna look into it, but they are look into, looking into thousands of different things. And also you can't forget they're also massively incompetent. So like the fact that they can get this done, like, you know, anyways. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of like, if it happens, it happens. Uh, obviously this will suck. And like, for me, it will suck massively because like most of my audience is in the US. My clients are in the US, like that's, that would be bad. Um, yeah. Hey, that's geopolitics, right? It's bigger than us. Yeah, it, it's been so interesting. I actually, I did like a 10 minute live before this on my TikTok to try to ask people, like, what do they think? And it was interesting because most of my followers are from the US, but only one person said that they were in the US. They were all like Jamaica, Mexico. So I was like, okay, well, you guys aren't, aren't affected. So I didn't get any good opinions on the whole thing. Yeah, but, but I read they are. They are, they are affected, like, yeah. Yeah, because once, I mean, you know, TikTok is the first global social media platform, right? We've never had one before. We don't know how to deal with one, right? Mm -hmm. we, we only had the US-based platforms that were big in the West, small in the East, right? I mean, there is no US platform in China. TikTok is the first platform whose like holding company has foothold in China, very strong, Middle East, very strong, Africa, very strong, Europe and America and South America. Like that's huge. And obviously for the US, like, and you know, for, for Trump with his like, constantly insecure kind of uh, demeanor, right? It's difficult to understand. It's like, okay, there is another format of social media where there is a platform that is not US-based, that right. is dominating. And obviously they're thinking of their strategy and like China had a strategy of just banning American platforms. So like, I'm not like a China defendant here, but you know, at the same time, um, if you want to outcompete TikTok with your big tech, like Facebook, and uh, like Microsoft, I don't know, like go for it, like try, that's fine. If you do it, that's fine. But banning it and like launching your, your Instagram knockoff of TikTok, um, I mean, that's just, uh, that's, just, uh, that's just small dick energy. I totally agree. I think it's, it's I, nothing surprises me anymore. Like this whole last few months, nothing is a surprise anymore, especially when it comes from yeah. the US. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely turbulence and it's like, you know, there's obviously election and like America needs an enemy as always, especially when it comes to like Trump kind of uh, voter base and the big enemy is China. What's the latest, what's the latest tool that they use? Oh, let's ban this like social media app. Um, you know, this is like seventh grade, like logic, but <laughs> it works. I, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to see, but I mean, that would be a huge blow to the platform that is largely American actually like. Their CEO is American. Most of the management is American. Their data, I think, is stored in in, uh, in Singapore and US. They incorporate in Cayman Islands. Like they are, by all means, a Western company, aside from a tie of their parent 
but that's very different. Like there is no public ground to ban them. There has right. been very, very little evidence of them sharing anything uh, and then misusing data in any way. Certainly no more than other social media platforms. For any kind of um, data scandal, they have always been the first platform to react, like pulling out of Hong Kong, they led the way there. Um, so in terms of kind of mental health, screen time, like TikTok has been on top of all of these because they know that their, um, that their kind of uh, Achilles heel is the fact that they're a Chinese company. So they're prepared for it. It's just a question of like, if US pulls the trigger, they pull the trigger. So um, yeah, but obviously I don't want it to happen. I hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> I know, me too. I, I read an article like maybe an hour ago, and it was saying that there was all these options that if they actually did ban it, it was showing like how they say it's easy to ban, but there's going to be a lot of hoops they have to jump through to actually make it happen. But if they do, they could sell it back to Musical.ly, which is US based, or it could be like its own kind of app, or there's other ways to like scapegoat around. They actually have to like deplatform it. So Apple would have yeah. to stop listing it in their, on their um, platform in the US and everything. So I yeah, it's, it's it's more complicated. I think if, say, tomorrow, they're like, okay, it's banned. I don't think necessarily it's like, okay, now all of a sudden everyone is like, they can't access their accounts. That's like, it's, it's a longer process. That, I don't think that even matters. Like, I, I definitely agree with you. I think, I think you know, TikTok launched their big uh, advertising platform, TikTok for Business. Like, I'm like one of the first agencies there. Like, I'm very excited to like get on top of it quickly. And that's a huge kind of leak out of the usually American ad money around the world. Like the fact that that's going to be going to China and that's a lot of money from the U.S. advertisers. Right. And um, that's one of the reasons. Another reason um, that actually it might not be banned is because a lot of U.S. firms are huge, have huge presence there and they're really looking at that channel to tap into the audience. So like I'm sure some brands that have a foothold there will be lobbying against it. But then you can't forget, like, it's Trump. Like, he doesn't even care. I don't think he cares if it's going to work or not. It's just a stunt. Like, it's a stunt, yeah. nothing else. It's a facade. It's a made-up move. It's very different from Huawei. Like, that's a, two completely different issues. Um, like, this is actually just a, a, a move. It's a political move. Uh, and, like, I don't know. I don't know how much it's going to gain. I, I mean, I think this is all just going to die out. And... Uh, you know, probably, as, as you know, once you kind of come into public domain, then everything you say, people can kind of quote you back and be like, okay, you're an idiot. So I've been like a proponent of TikTok. Like, I think TikTok is un indestructible in so many ways. As far as social media platforms, like, I think in the next five years, we are much more likely to see a world without Facebook than a world without TikTok. Like, that's kind of mm -hmm. my, my thing. Whether it's called TikTok or not, that's another conversation. But it's just like so much money is poured into it like this is not vine or, or even snapchat like this is this is the, the, the biggest private company in the world with like ridiculous with billions and billions of dollars in trump's language like poured into it like the best people from disney from instagram from facebook the best talent you know it's very like it's very difficult to just ban it like they are at this kind of point in their development they are just such a beast that they obviously yeah. can't take down but um you know, sometimes it's like, okay, what's the ROI of that? Like, what kind of move is that? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was chatting with someone about, like, the ramifications of all this that I think most of us overlook. Like, for a lot of people, they're like, oh, darn, like, my favorite creator can't create a video if it's if it's banned or something. They don't realize, like, the amount of indirect jobs that these apps create. Like, think about how many jobs even Instagram has created from influencers who their entire life is based on these endorsements and the sponsorship of, you know, ad money and all these things. So it's... It, there, there's a huge cycle of like just even people with unemployment because TikTok is gone. For sure. And like, I, I don't think TikTok is quite at that level yet. There's probably some way to go. Like, I think Instagram and YouTube are much, definitely much more uh, of like staples or like pillars of creative industry in the US. Probably TikTok has some way to go. But, um, you know, at the same time, like, you know, it's a beast they can't control. So like they, they think that they ban TikTok someone else is gonna show up in the market, probably Zucks, and like just kind of replace that. Um, I'm not too sure, I don't know. I don't know to be honest, but um, I just hope that uh, they're gonna think about it and they're gonna go like, okay, screw it, like let's, let's postpone it. And then he gets elected out and they'll place it better. Yeah, no, I hope so too. And I'm sure we could go on about this all day, but I wanna dive into a little bit more of your story before we go back to like TikTok tips and stuff like that. Like. I know you have so many degrees. Um, you're yeah. like the academic mind of TikTok. 
how did you actually get into TikTok and how did you get into everything that you do with content creation? Yeah, so so when I was growing up, like as a teenager, I used to do comedy and acting and we actually did shoot a lot of videos for like competitions and stuff like that. It was never for social media. It was not like a thing. Right. Um, if it was a thing, I would have definitely been there. Um, but it was just like for fun. Like I've always been kind of an entertainer uh, in most of the things that I do. Sometimes like to the detriment of myself and like mental health of my parents and like their peace of mind. I was a very troubled like <laughs> kid. Even though I have like decent work ethic and I was never like bad at school, it was just like, I just wanted to make something like do something, I don't know. Um, and then I kind of really got into studying law. Like I really liked it. I, I went to the UK, I was like, you know, as a kind of, as an immigrant, you kind of take, take on opportunities maybe with like slightly more hunger and like discipline because you know that it's like, okay, so your family worked for the fact that you, for, for you being here and now you're here. So like, there's no time to fuck around. Like you have to do well and stuff like that. So I just really kind of got into it. Uh, and then I stayed in the UK, got a job and then um, kind of got my master's degree. And then I got another job part-time. Anyways, the way I've kind of done the degrees thing is not, you know, I'm 24. I'm not like one of those lifelong students uh, because I don't have the patience for that or like <laughs> brain for that or the, the research skills. So it's just like I did two degrees at the same time and then one degree along with my job. So it's not, it's not that complicated. In terms of content creation, like the, the recent history, I guess, um, I started the podcast. Um, I thought it was a great idea to start a podcast. Through my podcast, I got my job, uh, which was amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that was super fun. And then after, I saw my sister uh, on this app. It was called Music at the Time. And then uh, I was like, okay, what is that? She's like, oh, Max, like, you know, like, he's old for this. Like, you're not going to get it. I'm like, okay. My cousins did the same. My younger cousins. They were like, ah, this is, you don't dance. You don't lip sync. Exactly. Exactly. Like, they just think that we're not, um, you know, that we're not going to do it. But look at us. But anyways. Um, so, yeah. And then I just recorded a video that was super boring. It was like, hi, guys. I have a podcast. So, like, click the link and watch it. <laughs> And it got like a hundred views. I was like, okay, this is great. And then someone was like, the, I had two comments. One said FYP, which I discovered was a for you page. And one said boring. And I looked at it, I was like, okay, so I want to be FYP. I don't want to be boring. So like in the next video, I'm going to do that. And then for a year and a half, like I've been making one video a day, at least sometimes 10 videos a day. Um, and I just got like sucked in. Um, I never had like a viral moment. So... I've just been doing like it. I, there was never a moment like, oh shit, this video went huge. Like it was just kind of steady process, I guess, with ups and downs. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. My, I remember my mom telling me, she's like, your cousin is always on this app dancing. And I was like, yeah, seems like weird. And so then uh, I went to visit them in Austria. I guess it was just over a year ago. She showed me the app and I like posted, I was in, we were in the Alps and I was like doing a handstand walk with the mountains and like no one watched. And I was like, huh, what the heck? I thought this was cool. And so then I went home. I like never used the app, just had it there watching. I posted like this video of my grandma that I thought was funny. No one watched. I was like, whatever. <laughs> but then because I have a social media agency, I was like, I have to keep track of this app just for my clients. If something's going to, you know, be new that they can use. So I was just tracking things, started posting like random clips, but of course none of them were edited for the app. So like nothing was really taking off. Then all of a sudden I was on this snowboard trip. I think it was in January. And I went into like the, the, the room of the hotel and I made this funny video about like having to go pee when you're wearing your overalls for snowboarding and like you're stuck but it was the oh. stupidest video it like took me two seconds and all of a sudden like over the weekend I saw it like climbing in views and climbing in views and it got over 10,000 I was like oh my god like I have 40 followers I was like I, I thought it was so crazy because where like even on when it comes to Instagram you know like I had way more followers here than TikTok when I started um like almost 6,000 uh here before I started um, TikTok, and I was like, how, like, how is this getting way more views than any video I post on Instagram? Like, it just didn't make sense, and I was like, it's so short, and, and then all of a sudden, it was just fun, like, showing that different side of yourself, I think, is cool, because Instagram, Facebook, it all is a little bit more serious, and more of, like, a photo, or different things, but those things, when you can go with the trends, and create things, it's like, it's just fun to create things. Exactly, yeah, I agree, and, like, that's also, a lot of people kind of, overlook the fact that if you think about social media platforms right 
both Snapchat and TikTok have something special in common in a way that they make it easy for you to be creative and create content. Like, because they're not clean slates, right? On Snapchat, there are filters, right? So mm. if you're not funny or if you're not gorgeous, like you can apply a filter and then suddenly you will become that, right? Uh, and same with TikTok. Like if you don't know what to create, look at this trend. Every single person is doing the same fucking thing. Just do yeah. the same thing if you're not creative. Simple as that. And this is why people go in and they go, okay, I can do that. But I think now TikTok is like, you know, I've been part of this initiative called Learn on TikTok that's been kind of, from what I hear, very successful around the globe. Like, they really want to establish themselves as, a, as an educational platform, as, as a platform with a long tail of, of content that anyone can, you know, kind of like Instagram, I guess, but um, without all the fake shit. Right. Yeah, I think that's been great. Like, I actually, do you have probably the Learn tab or like the Learn feed? I don't have it yet for some reason. No, no, I don't. I know that it's been... Uh, yeah, I can say this. I know that it's been, it's been uh, split tested in some countries, in I've South seen, America and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, well, so, actually, people here have it, but I don't. Like, it's weird. Like, in Canada, I've seen some people who have it, and then I don't for some reason. I keep updating. I'm like, where am I going to get it? Yeah, but you, you will. It's not about updates. It's, it's just, you know, A-B testing. So they, they yeah. test it on this demographic, that demographic, see how they engage, like, stuff like that. Um, yeah, like, there, there's been a few kind of... TikTok is really good at that, like throwing in like a random feature for like two people and they're like, fuck, look at this. I'm like, fuck, yeah. I don't have it, no one has it. And they're like, oh, look, you know, it's like the, the Instagram link is disappearing mm. uh, from TikTok. You know, okay, so just to kind of finish off this like macro TikTok uh, lecture, like in the beginning, what TikTok has done really well is that they allowed the shareability on any platform. They made it so easy. Like think about sharing an Instagram video. It's fucking impossible. Because yeah. Instagram wants you to stay on Instagram because they need to make money because F Facebook is publicly traded. TikTok yeah. just has a bunch of Chinese money, so they don't give a fuck. So what they did is they're like, you like TikToks? Okay, share that with everyone. Like, we optimize you sharing it on Snapchat, Instagram, whatever. Like, be on all of those other platforms. As long as you share that content with that watermark, we're good because we know that eventually people are going to come. And then they came, and now they're like, okay, you can't share anymore. So now, like, the Instagram button's going away, and I think TikTok's going to cut down on that. If they don't disappear mm. tomorrow, obviously. Yeah, that's going to be interesting, because I find, like, even my Instagram has been able to grow and connect with more people here because of TikTok. And I think most people, like, even in, in yours, I really liked how you put, you were testing, don't follow me on Instagram. Um, yeah, I liked I how you like, tested that. To say don't, I said, don't not follow me on Instagram, just to kind of, to, like, throw people, like, away a bit, like, what the fuck? But yeah, I'm just playing. <laughs> I liked it because I was like, you know, just knowing that you have a business mind, I was like, interesting. Like, I wonder if he's like actually testing the different wording and seeing what actually drives more people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's like after I started doing these like psychology tricks on TikTok, like everyone thinks that I'm some fucking like manipulator. So everything <laughs> I do has this like big plan. I'm like, it's really not that deep. Like, I just I just pop balloons. Like, that's fine. <laughs> no, I love those videos. And I think like your TikTok has taken off since you started with all that type of content. How do you actually like research and figure out the type of content that you want to share on the platform and make sure that it's relevant for your kind of personal brand? Yeah, so like to me, uh, so like maybe around four months ago, and I know that you have a very nice kind of specialty and I, I really like the way you do stuff. And like, I kind of want to get there maybe eventually, but like about four months ago, I was at this meet, uh, it was like like content creators and some uh, like platform kind of stakeholders like BuzzFeed, TikTok, blah blah blah, talking about virality. And mm -hmm. uh, there was this lady there who is a, a quite a famous talent manager in the UK um, for like creators and stuff like that. So she manages YouTubers and, and stuff. Uh, and then I told her like, look, I have all of this audience and like I'm one of the biggest educational TikTokers in the UK and like, but I don't really have a proper specialty. So I post jokes about my cat, like about my sister, like about my work, like about my boss, that turns out that my boss's daughter watches my TikTok and she's like, Dad, don't leave me to Max <laughs> So I had to tell her like, look, this was just a, a theoretical situation that never happened in real life. But yeah, um, so like, I never had a proper specialty and I was kind of worried about that because I would wake up and feel like super anxious because you know, and you probably know this, when you can create a video about anything, like, you don't have any ideas because it's, like, it's just too broad. You have to have something yeah. that, like, frame your thinking. Uh, but then this, like, manager lady was just, like, how about you make your personality your, your, your niche? 
and just go with that. And I was like, he can do that. Like, I didn't know he could do that. And she was like, yeah, 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 you can do that. Totally. Um, and I was like, fine. And then I just kind of started doing that. Uh, but again, in my TikToks, I try to stick to kind of education, interesting stuff about brands, interesting stuff about my life, interesting stuff about my country, if there is something I care about there, any political stuff I care about. But definitely more on the side of um, education and like valuetainment, edutainment. That's what's important to me. And like you asked me earlier why I started this. And like I remember I watched my sister watch all these creators that and like no disrespect or anything like that. But that content is, is empty, right? That they mm -hmm. don't share anything. They don't risk in any way. It's just there. It's just there to be seen. And there is no extra thought kind of involved like, there's no value exchange there's just that's it that's 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 me look i'm staring at the camera or I'm, I'm i'm like blinking or whatever um so i was just like i really don't want people to feel that they're wasting their time when when they watch my content so sometimes before posting a piece of content i'm like after a person watches this are they going to feel bad for being on social media or not if the answer is no then i'm posting. Um, so it can be anything it can be still something silly but i just don't want it to be empty you know what I mean? There is a difference between city and empty. I really like that because I know like it's something I preach, especially on Instagram is like post for impact and not for hype. And, you know, I think there's a lot, especially on TikTok, that's like they're posting for clout or for hype. And it's like going off of looks or just different things like where they're like, if I just stare in front of the camera, some people are going to follow me. And I, I feel the same thing. I'm like that. There, no, if there's you no stare connection in front of the camera. Some people are going to follow you. No one's going to follow me. <laughs> I don't know but like I, I always try to add something because I think it's just important and even like I I consult with a lot of athletes on their social media and I see a lot in the athlete space like I don't know if you follow some athletes on social but you know they post like once every two months of them getting like this touchdown but then you see the athletes like LeBron who are using their platform for social justice and all these things and I'm like who probably enjoys using social media more probably the one who is like creating and making an impact connecting with people than the person who's like posting for clout and then they get tied up in like likes and all these things yeah, I mean, LeBron, yeah, I mean, you know, his platform is obviously massive. Uh, yeah. I don't always agree in the way that he's using it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, let's let's leave it at that. <laughs> All right. No, but yeah, I, I think the sentiment of just using it for a deeper purpose, whether, yeah, you can use it for political activism or just like helping other people. Like there's people who they make videos every day, kind of like you, you have all these practical advice and tips and there's other people who maybe they're fitness influencers. And instead of posting like a photo of them posing and just like, here are my abs every day. It's like, yeah. they're teaching people how to look at eating sustainably, how to, um, you know, get motivation or different things. And I think it's, you just add that little bit more depth. It doesn't even have to be that much for some people who they don't like writing. They don't like doing these larger concepts, but I think it's just so important and it changes your own perspective. Like how, how like I really like your, your perspective on how you want to make sure that when people are on social media and they consume your content, they're feeling better. And so how do you go about that with your own mental health about like worrying about, content likes judgment all those things um mm. has it helped you when you think about think about that versus just posting to try to get followers or things like that yeah i mean i like that cloud versus impact at the same time like you know i've been looking at some kind of creators and you know we can talk about this kind of kind of off camera and some of them have a very smart way of like getting hype in order to eventually get impact right so it's like there is a you know if i come out and I'm just like, uh, okay, guys, so listen, like, you really have to, like, wake up early and stuff like that to, like, succeed and stuff like that. But, like, okay, bye. Like, no one's going to care. No one's going to watch. And even if I make it, like, great with, like, all of the details and, like, no one's going to watch. But, like, okay, add the hashtags. Smile. Like, clean up. Like, have a cat. Like, research what makes people watch stuff. Like, pop a balloon. Do this. Do a sound. Do a transition. Like... All of those elements, they aren't necessary for the impact, but they are because it's like, that's how you, you get seen, right? And, right. Um, you know, and, and also it's like you kind of, in terms of like mental fitness and stuff like that, you kind of have to pick your battles, right? So there is no disrespect to like people who are beautiful that are famous for being beautiful. I don't think that's a good strategy. I've seen people do that and they are, they're deeply unhappy. Um, so I don't think it's, it's a good strategy at all. On the other side, like, you know, if you are an athlete and you post athlete stuff, great. Makeup artist, great. Like, cosplayer, great. 
you know, I'm just not those people. I could be a, a prank person, right? It's, I'm, I'm very kind of, um, I don't get shy. I'm very kind of socially fine. So I could be doing like pranks in public and maybe I will, but it's just like, I just want to do a certain type. So if it's a prank, then it's going to be like a social experiment about something, you know, because I think there are better people that are doing this stuff. Like, you know, I'm not going to be David Dobrik at like comedy blogs, but right. David Dobrik will not be me when it comes to like this particular type of video because he's not me. He didn't have my experiences. So, um, yeah, I, to answer your question about like mental kind of fitness, do you mean around like just kind of being on social a lot? Yeah, like I, I think that like, you know, when people just post, say they're using it, like their beauty is the only thing that's kind of getting them on the For You page or get, getting them likes on Instagram. I think a lot of those people, then they're so subject to whether they get so many likes or they get the positive comments or they get the negative versus someone like you, you yeah. know, you get the messages that you're helping people. So are you and... saying I'm not beautiful? No, <laughs> no, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that you have more depth to your content. You're not just like doing those, uh, um but yeah you're you're not just posting like all these shirtless content with like the weird yeah. dancing um no i'm, I'm not gonna say weird it. dancing never. but oh that's true that is actually true but you also oh, always man. have really really good shirts like where do you get all these these <laughs> different color shirts that you put in every video like i think you wear like 10 different shirts in every video yeah i mean you should see the behind the scenes of those videos it's just like it's just mountains of clothes and i had some friends over and not friends over at my place who are like, Max, what the fuck? Like, it's so dirty. <laughs> it's such a mess. I'm like, yeah, but like, for my TikToks, like, I need the shirts. And they're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> um, but yeah. So, um. okay. Yeah, I think, you know, I also struggle with kind of like views, anxiety and stuff like that. Not to a great extent, because I think like what's good in my life is that so I haven't really been addicted to social media before I started this, like creating stuff. I've been on it, like scrolling a lot, but like not too much. Like I would watch YouTube, like I would watch Casey Neistat and like think like, oh my fucking God, this guy, fuck me. Like this is fucking amazing. Or like yeah. back in the day, like Ben Brown, um, he was this like travel vlogger from the UK and I was like, oh my God. But, yeah, so, so I would watch them. And like Steve Cook, for example, he's like actual, he's like actually my boy. Um, so, so I would watch those people, but like never religiously, right? And then when I started this, I uh, had a very different kind of type of, you know, I had a very good focus, very good attention span. Like I would read books like a lot. Uh, and when I started social, I definitely became more kind of neurotic and like kind of more anxious and just generally kind of on the edge and I, I definitely felt that because I was I was kind of very offline before uh, and then with social media becoming such a huge part of my life like I definitely feel like okay this is the dopamine stuff okay this is this is how this is why people feel bad uh, on it so it's just like I'm still trying to impose some rules because you know if you and I think you would relate to this because once I started working with clients on their socials and their ads it's like it's not just mine that i have to worry about it's also theirs that i have to worry about so it's like my my personal mm. and work is all social media like fuck like it's it's just yeah but at the same time like it's the new communications right that's the world and like you have to somehow get used to it um but i think i definitely will, can benefit from like some some serious like screen time limitations and um some like detoxes and shit like that i totally agree with you like uh when i went to bali for a month last year it was nice because there's a 12 hour time difference so most of my clients are back here and so i was able to be less online because it's even when i'm like okay everything is scheduled out i have it all set you're still just constantly checking all the time and it's not just for yourself it's like you said it's for your clients and then it just becomes so stressful you're online all the time because it's pretty impossible that like you go to check one thing but all of a sudden you see something else and it just, yeah, you yeah. wasted all those like little in-between moments. And when you add it all up, it's like, oh my gosh, where has the time gone? Yeah. And, and I think TikTok is the, the deadliest out of all of the apps from that. Because oh, it's, like, yeah. it's like, I know that people don't go on YouTube because those videos are too long. 20 minutes is too long. They go on TikTok and spend four hours there in order to save time, not watching YouTube videos. Like, what the fuck? But yeah. It's so, true. Um, and also TikTok has the best algorithm in the world, right? The, the, the TikTok social media algorithm is just 
it's stun stunningly it's just amazing at recommending new stuff like yeah it is so crazy how like niche it gets like i look through things and i'm like this is insane like are they reading my mind when it comes to but they see all the things i like the things i comment even i think like for sure they see how much time i spend even if i don't like your comment they see like oh i rewatched this oh i spent you know i this one i just scrolled past this one i like looked in yeah and so now it's yeah. it's just insane um and there's totally different sides of tiktok i was you know there's some friends they tell me like about a trend i've never heard of and i was like what kind of tiktok are you on i've never even heard of that trend. maybe maybe you maybe you're on straight tiktok and your friends <laughs> are on elite tiktok because i'm on oh. alternative tiktok just saying I think I'm on an alternative TikTok. I don't know. I, I think I am. I get a lot of like feminist content, uh, a lot of like uh, new creators. I I posted something the other day about how like whenever I see someone who's trying really hard on my For You page and they like they haven't, you know, gotten the likes or whatever, I always like share because it's like, you know, those people who say I've been getting judged a lot. This is my first video. I'm like, I want to hype them up. I, I like love that stuff. So I yeah. think now I get more, more of that versus, yeah, I, I know someone who like, they get like bar stool and all those. And I'm like, you are on straight white male TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know what? I've noticed that myself, I'm so fucking greedy with likes, like, and on Instagram too. Like, I don't know if I liked any of your photos, but like, or videos, but like, they must've been good if I like, <laughs> because I'm like so stingy with my likes i noticed i'm like why am i like this but it's just like no no, no. oh my god once in a blue moon i'm like fuck yeah you know what dude and it's like that's something crazy i don't know why i'm like that i am but the I comment, opposite i comment I... quite a bit actually i comment well, way more good. than i like I like everything. I, I'm the worst at that. And sometimes though, like if I see something on TikTok, but I know I don't want to see more of that specific type of video, then I'm like, I like this one, but I don't want to see this. So I don't like, but like, then I feel bad and I go back and I like it. Like, I don't know why, but I, 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 I'm like, I have to support this person. I, I watched oh, it. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's probably why I get such a variety of content. But anyways. Yeah. Because some people are also like, they, they're carefully engineering what to like in order for their For You page to be optimized for their needs. It's like, if I like this right now, then uh, I'm going to get more of this in my For You page. So I'm not going to like this. Uh, but yeah, but TikTok knows more than you do about yourself. Oh, Actually, yeah. there's, a, there's this older dude who's like a mentor of mine. Uh, and he told me, he was like, okay, so Max, I went on your TikTok uh, app thing. And all I see is teenage girls dancing. Like, I'm like, mm, okay, so the reason you see that is because that's what you watch the most. Uh, I hate to break it to you and to your wife, but like, I, yeah, so um, mm -hmm. that's that. I, I totally agree. Yeah, I can, you can judge people. You can know so much about someone just if you took their phone, went through their TikTok and see the type of content that's on their For You page, especially the more that they've had it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of creepy how social media is like that. But, you know, that kind of almost loops us back into like the whole TikTok ban is like Instagram and Facebook have been like that for years. And so now people are going crazy about like, well, TikTok does the same. And it's just the difference of where they think TikTok comes from and who controls they're, they're it. They're Chinese. I mean, that's forever you know that it's not new like that's the challenge everyone knows about this mm -hmm. everyone knows that's their yeah i mean they'd say it's a vulnerability um for sure but at least you know at least act on that you know because vulnerability presupposes them actually doing something wrong so let them do something wrong first mm -hmm. uh, you know because like i know personally quite a few people like at, at tiktok at like very different positions and like they really try you know, to really be a better platform in so many ways. So I respect that. I don't see other platforms doing that. It's like saying to ban Zoom because they've had so many vulnerabilities and they've actually had a lot of security issues more than, than TikTok. So I, yeah, it's, it definitely is a political move, but um, I want to go back to some of the, the TikTok tips. Because one thing that you said about maybe 10 minutes ago that was, you know, I think really hit home for a lot of people is about mm -hmm. being yourself. And like, you could do all these, um, like prank videos if you wanted to, but you'd always have that type of like sociology, social experiment type twist to it. And I think that's really important. Like we've seen today, um, like you said, that people can start off on TikTok and just replicate the dances, replicate the trends, but the people who are really creating their own little groups and their, their big following, they have their own take to things. And it can be your own personality. It can be just the way you interpret things. Like I, I know for me, whenever I see a trend, I'm like, how can I twist this into like, 
it's going to attract athletes and it's going to attract, you know, fitness and the space that I'm in because that's all my videos. So if, you know, if something that I did went viral and they follow me and then all my other videos are about fitness, they're not going to, they're going to unfollow me. No one wants to see, you know, see that if, if that's what I'm posting about. So um, how, how did you actually like did at the start, I know you did say you're posting a lot of different things, but how did you find out like that's exactly where you should kind of yeah. niche? Yeah, so bef before I answer the question, uh, first, uh, thanks for all the love in the comments. I'm, I see you guys. Uh, thanks a lot. And, and Natalie, you have you get a lot of compliments there too. So uh, thank you. And also, I wonder if anyone else, when the, she said how you twist a trend, if anyone else thought about that <laughs> sound that goes, I want to see how I can twist your mind, <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the, with the following thing. Oh, anyways, I'm so fucked up. Okay, yeah, wait. Um, do, do you use? Do you like think about the audios all the time and every time. like social all, situation? All the like it's it's like all the time, even uh. during sex. <laughs> that's what I noticed. Like fuck me. Like that's fucking crazy. Dude, it um, is insane all the time. Like someone does something, and I'm like, exactly. I think oh, he just wanted to twist their mind a little bit, and then someone does something else, and I'm like, or I, you know what I always do? I'm like, are you dumb, stupid, or dumb when anyone says something stupid, or I say something stupid? I always do that one. Uh, Most important six, uh, six, six, nine. By the way, just saying. Uh, <laughs> right. Just as, as as a disclaimer. Um, you know him, right? This this person that sings, "Are you dumb, stupid, or dumb?" Huh? Yeah. It's this rapper who is like a pedophile. Um, yeah, yeah, he but... was in jail, and then. Exactly. Uh, well, even yeah. though he's like reformed and whatever. Um, but yeah, like I was, I was just someone was asking me about a seasoning uh, for a kebab, and I was thinking about like the sound that goes. I'm just gonna add a little bit of spice to this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's that. Oh, but yeah, um, in terms of like narrowing down uh when i just started tiktok all of my tiktoks were political so i would post about trump the queen boris johnson socialism capitalism like i would do that type of stuff right um and then actually i got someone who understands tiktok let's say that suggested that political content is not necessarily going to do well on the platform in the coming months so they were like, okay, switch it up. I was like, okay, cool. And then I started doing like comedy stuff. And I was like, okay, like I wasn't bad, but I wasn't like hyper funny. Um, and then slowly I just started telling about my life. Like, this is where I work. This is what I do. This is what I think about being an immigrant. Like this, like one, one of my, my big things is like being, you know, just kind of like all the things that aren't on the platform as much, like, you know, no one talks about like immigrant like lifestyle, like no one talks about like what it's like to be an older brother or whatever, or what it's like to not know what to do with your life and like stuff like that. It's just, and I just started talking about my life and then my life is actually just my work. Like I don't really have like, you know, I, I don't know, like most of the things that I do and what I think about is generally like something that is quite useful. It's just happened to be so. So I just talked about that, like when I got my glasses for the first time in my life, like turned out I had turned out I had like my, my eyesight wasn't the best. So I got glasses. I was talking about like wearing glasses and how weird that was. And like, that's just kind of what I've uh, started doing. I think now also now that I know like more people are watching this and like maybe more people are paying attention. I'm trying to kind of to, to post higher quality videos, I guess. Um, but maybe that's not the right strategy. It's just maybe uh, like I like it better when it's like cleaner and you know the videos are good and like I put some time into it. I don't know. I selfishly want to ask you about that because uh, <laughs> I think I messaged you about this before that yeah. I find like I just create you know like whatever the the fitness trends or like my workout and I'll record. So I have like a, a blog on my YouTube. So I'll record it with my full video camera. That's for my YouTube. And then I'll have my phone like set up and re-record it on there for TikTok because I find whenever I take those really good clips for my video camera, they don't do well. And then for some reason, when I use just like the little clips that I took right in my iPhone, mm. it does better. And so I, yeah, I really want to talk to you about how you create the content as well as how that content has kind of taken off. Cause I do really want to improve the quality, but every time I've tried to, it's just like, it doesn't pan out the same as when I just have like this, you know, weird video from my iPhone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, I, I thought so too, actually, when I was, um, I was gonna say when I was younger, when I was uh, <laughs> just starting like filming with my camera and stuff like that, 
Um, okay, this isn't this isn't gonna hold. Sorry, one <laughs> second. I'm just trying to. My phone is dying, and I'm trying to like find a way to. Oh, I have mine plugged in for all the lives. Yeah, I like had to go and find a place where my cord fits and yeah, everything. Well, like, the thing is, the thing is, I don't have such plates here um, mm. in this room. But yeah, um, in terms of like, I used to think that TikTok is not loading high quality videos as quickly so that people scroll through them faster than they would from like phone videos. Oh, interesting. So I have this like theory, um, but I don't think that it's true. Bottom line is like, I'm pretty sure that it's not true. So um, like, I would say that right now there is a lot more space on TikTok for um, kind of higher quality videos for sure. And like, I see that those work. So I think if you have like a good camera, that you know, it's it's like you're you're right to think that it can be a liability, but I I don't think that's true. Okay, yeah, I've been wondering like even if just I find the algorithm really it niches you almost, and so I've been wondering like maybe because I hardly ever post with high quality stuff, all of a sudden it sees like this is out of your lane versus someone who always does the better production that kind of sticks in with it. I it it's just yeah, yeah it's I been think, interesting. I think, that, I think you're entering into like the over overthinking the zone. Probably. So, yeah, like, probably you know, <laughs> like everything. The, the, only, the only thing that algorithm cares about um, is like, do people watch your videos? Do they stay on your account for a long time? Do they leave TikTok right after they're done watching it? Mm -hmm. Do they share your videos on other platforms? Like probably those three are, are kind of most important. And I think number two, what I said, like, they, do they leave TikTok after watching your video? That's why a video of, hi, follow me on Instagram, is not going to do well because people fuck off, basically. They might watch yeah. till the end, people leave right after. So um, what are you guys talking about? We're talking about TikTok. <laughs> and also, yeah. to everyone who's saying that we're ignoring you in the comments, we, we, we're seeing them, but we're just not, we're too involved in this conversation, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I, see, I see the comments. A lot of them are adding, but it's like it's, no one's asking specific questions. If you guys want to ask specific questions, there's like that like question mark box, and I will... I will spend the last at least five minutes asking you the questions through that we can get through okay. in there. Yeah. So if people want to submit questions there, that's better than the comments because they go by so fast that it's hard to uh, pay attention. Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay. I'm going to try some more high quality videos. Um, try to mix it up and see, but I think, I think you're right. Like I post about, I try to post about my podcast or my vlog and those ones is just like, some of my followers will see, but it mostly is from profile because that doesn't get on the For You page because people go and leave. They immediately go to my Instagram or my vlog. So yeah, that's that's interesting. And I do, like you said, that they're going to get rid of the Instagram thing. And that makes sense because they want to get people to stay on the app. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, just, just treat it as a, um, you know, it's a very interesting place. And like, you have certain ideas of like how you think you should create content. And like, I'm sure a lot of them are good. But at the same time, you have to go there with like an open mind of like, you know, there is this new platform, people consume content in a different way there. So I'm just going to learn and like see what works and try other stuff. So, yeah, so I think it's about like I experimented a lot with like different things. So it's just about like trying things, definitely taking advantage of vertical videos. Yeah. Like that's, that's important. Like it's, you know, the fact that you are, it's very difficult on other platforms to get full screen attention. Uh, like on YouTube, it's hard now, now that YouTube has this like passive video playback. Uh, on Instagram, it's mostly in feed views, uh, LinkedIn, the same thing, Facebook, the same thing. TikTok gives, like it's crazy because like you literally steal those a few seconds from a person's life because they don't see anything else but you. So you might as well use it. Um, yeah, like play with trends and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure you can do stuff focused on like athletes and stuff like that and like working out and stuff. Uh, so you can definitely lean, in, lean into that. Um, and then you, you basically, that's like your core type of content, like athlete stuff, like diet and workout, um, and your take on it with like your journey and stuff like that. And then you mix it up with, I have this agency, I have this company, I have this and that, but that probably is not your core content. So every yeah. time that, you probably can do like a video that like, you know, just kind of explains to people what you do so that they actually have some depth in this kind of connection with you. But uh, probably the pillar stuff should be about, you know, just like working out or like, I don't know, Canada or like, I don't know what you have. <laughs> yeah, I've, you know what, what I've been, the biggest connection I've got, and I've gotten a lot of messages, 
is I'm almost creating content for like myself when I was a teenager because I was like this girl who everyone was like oh she's a sporty girl she had these big dreams I've always been super passionate super motivated about you know I, I was a pro snowboarder so I wanted to do that and everyone told me no you'll never make it and then mm -hmm. I had the bullying and all these things so I've been doing a lot about that about mental health with athletes um body image issues for like muscular uh, girls sporty girls female athlete content and that's that's been like the coolest for me is because it builds it's like I'm having these these younger girls who are reaching out to me and saying it's helping them and that like makes my life because I wish Yo, that's, that's I wish I had me thing. when I was that age you know so that's what I've yep. been doing the most of because there's a million people who are post their fitness and their diet and like I do have you know a background in that and I compete in, in CrossFit but it, for me it's like I, I can create that all day and some of that does well so like all day I can like just keep recording my workouts and but I try to put like some twist to that even and put like motivational messages quotes different things that are like more inspiring than just like do this workout yeah yeah I, I totally agree and I think also I mean stuff around like body image stuff I mean you know you might think it's too niche but then you yourself said how niche the for you page can get so it's it's crazy people that have the same problem the same not problem but like they have the same conversation playing in their head right in some way so um that's definitely something you know you know there's this sound that goes and you got it. You got it. I like that one, yeah. You got it. Like, you can do something with that. I feel like it suits you. Oh, yeah. I did one that was, like, it, it wasn't really, like, what I usually do, but it was kind of funny. It was, like, people looking on WebMD for, like, their injuries. And it's, like, kept saying, oh, okay. like, you got this. You got, you know? Oh, that right. one was kind of funny. Because especially athletes, right? Like, you have, like, this one pain. You go on WebMD. It's, like, you're out for your whole career. Like, you have a broken yeah. this. So that that's how I used it. And then I tried to make one that was more positive. It was like, you know, anytime I see somebody who needs something or they they're having a rough day, it's like they need some hype up. I'm like, you got it. Or that that's another way I used it. But yeah, yeah. I think there's some other ways that that audio is so good. And I, what I really like about you is you reuse some of the same audios, which I always found was like, if I, I, I use the audio once and I'm like, hey, now it's the trend is over what you've been really successful at reusing similar audios. Yeah, like, I, I like, if, if I like an audio that I like, like, if I find it, like, why the hell should I, like, use another audio? <laughs> you know, like, I get attached, I guess, uh, at least in the, in this domain. No, I mean, it's just like, you know, if, if, because some of my things are like, something that I've researched, and I've used an audio to, like, kind of make that research come to life to communicate something to people. So it's like, usually those can have part two, part three, part four. So if I use the audio for that, then I will want to use the same audio because it can actually reach the same audience easier. So right. the only thing I'm doing is I'm, I'm just trying to get the video to the people who asked for it. Like it's not, um, mm. the fact that like 1% of the comments is like, Oh bro, use another audio. Like, okay. <laughs> who cares? Yeah. I'll, I'll uh, use it later. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So I want to get through the questions. We have apparently a ton of them. So uh, I'm, we're definitely going to get through them before we go to those questions. I had a couple of questions written down that I wanted to ask you um, because I know like you post, we've talked a lot about what you, what you use TikTok for and what you share on TikTok. I want to mm -hmm. ask you a couple of questions actually about that content and how you apply it to real life. Like you, you have a, you're really interested in sociology how do you incorporate the tips that you give on TikTok into your real life? And like, what are some of those top daily habits that you do that help your performance, your mindset, and just your, your happiness? Yeah. So like in terms of, in terms of daily habits, um, like I, um, I have like kind of sprints when I use a habit quite a lot and then I kind of get tired of it. So I had that. I feel waking that. Up early. Like waking up early was my religion before like wake up have a massive fucking breakfast and just get to work and like that was my thing my thing now also partially because i work with a lot of americans so like for example it's now 1 a.m here so it's like obviously i'm not going to bed early but it's like that's you know i'm, I'm fine with it um so i think when, when it comes to habits like it's good to be excited about the habit right you know a lot of people think that oh building habits that's oh my god like that's so gruesome like you have to wait until it gets formed and it's like you know, just find a way to make it really interesting. For example, like one habit that I'm doing almost without fault is reading before bed. And like a lot of people ask me how to get into reading. And it's like literally like just set yourself a task of reading five words, five words before sleep in a book. Like, how about that? Like, can you do that? Mm. Like find something and have that self-talk of like, okay, look, 
And I do that with myself. Like, I'm like, okay, Max, can you do this? Five, five pages before sleep. I'm like, fuck, of course I can do five pages. Okay, cool, do it then. Like, do it. And like, chances are you're gonna do seven, then you're gonna do 10, then you're gonna do 400, like me the other day. Like, that just happens. Um, but it's like, it's coming down to, okay, what do you want to happen, right, in your life? And then you have that vision. It's like, okay, what do you need to do in order to make your existence bearable while you try to achieve that? Because it's like, you can try to do it without habits. And like, to some extent, I think I'm doing it, unfortunately, but it's like, but that has consequences. Like, it's better to optimize your life with some process. So like, with me, again, like, reading before bed is huge. Um, kind of working out uh, almost every day, when I'm at home, every day is huge. That's very, very important to me. Um, and that's probably it. I don't have any other habits like that. I film every day. Um, that's yeah. another habit. But I think it's actually a bad habit instead of a good habit. <laughs> um, now that I really think about it. But um, you get a hang of things if you do it. But I don't recommend it because it's weird. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to open up these questions and see what we got in here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Someone says, will we lose all our likes from U.S. TikTokers? I don't think so. Um, oh, someone asked, how many languages do you speak? There we go. Does yeah, that so pop I, up on your screen, by the way, that question? It does, it does, it does. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so I speak three, uh, Russian, Ukrainian, English, barely, uh, and uh, a bit of Chinese. Oh, that's awesome. My friend took, uh, she went to NYU and she took Chinese, and I was like, whenever I go visit her, I was mind blown. Yeah, I went to a barn near NYU and I was mind blown by how lame it was. <laughs> I went to uh, Shanghai last year and I don't know how to say anything. It was very difficult. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, oh. did you say like ni hao at least or no? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it's so crazy because I know like when I've been to like Bali, most people speak English and I try to learn some Indonesian to, you know, just impress people or just be courteous to the culture. But yeah. because they're so tourist, touristy, they're they all know English. And so then actually going to a place where not even the, the, the text is, is not the same text, right? Like it's all the symbols. So even you try to show a cab where you want to go, but my map is written in English or, and not in the symbols. It's, it, they don't, they can't yeah. read it. So that's like, it's like a whole different world in that sense. Yeah. All right. Let's you. see what people have on here. I'm trying to get to like the most, the questions that are asked the most because there's so many in here. Um, like someone asked, what is nine plus 10? <laughs> 19. Is it though? Is it though? I don't know. I well, think so. <laughs> depends, it depends who you ask. Oh, someone, okay, this is an interesting question. Why do you think people aren't following on your other socials? It's like, I don't know, like um, it's effort, right? They have to leave. Yeah, people don't don't yeah, want to take that step go. unless it's super like, easy. You know, I, I think to me, like every time I ask people, okay, go follow me. It's like people do, so I'm like quite happy. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to overdo it. I don't want my content to be about like go to this other social media that you might not like. You know, if mm. you like my stuff here, go listen to it here. It's fine if you don't want to go anywhere. Uh, I think it's effort. I think some of it is also my biggest platform is is TikTok, and a lot of people on TikTok do not have any other platforms. Um, so that's something that I've discovered. Like you ask them to follow you on your Instagram. They're like, I don't have it. I'm like, cool. Well, right. Yeah. Don't get it just for me. Like that's <laughs> fine. Um, so yeah. So yeah, I think it's basically like extra click. People don't want that. Um, yeah. I want people to come across because I really want to get the swipe up <laughs> because it'll make it so much easier for everything I do. That's, that's true. Actually, that's true. I remember um, when, I, when I just started, I just wanted to get a swipe up and that's it. I was like, as soon as I have swipe up, then it's going to be so much easier. Like, I don't need any more followers. That would be fine. Oh, someone asked, so I think we could cover this. By the way, like, Instagram will cut us off in about six minutes because it always cuts yeah, off I after mean, an I hour. I have a hard stop anyways. Uh, so I okay. Um, okay, so someone says, how can I motivate myself to start good habits that they, I lost? Oh, that's actually, that's coming up a lot with reading because a lot of people used to read then uh, they had a bad experience at school or at university with like basically reading in order to get grades and stuff like that. And then they started hating it. Um, I don't know. I mean, you just, you just got to start over, I guess. But it's like, I think to me, it's like one thing that I kind of keep telling myself with these things is like, 
you know, you are capable of doing this. Like, this is why, for example, like, um, you know, when it comes to either me not reading for some time, like that sometimes happens, or not working out for some time, or like feeling like I'm out of shape, like I can't lift as much, or in tennis, I'm not playing as well. It's like, you know, you've done this before, you got to that point before, now you are even better than you were before in terms of discipline and everything. So there is nothing that's stopping you from getting to that spot. So I think, like, it's just kind of just having that confidence because you've done it, you know, before. Right. So then you just put pieces in place, uh, figure out a way to track them, and then you're off to the races. Yeah, I love that. I'm a big believer in, I'm just going to look at some more questions, but in discipline over motivation. Like, motivation is, you can keep trying to motivate yourself, but it's, like, almost like you have to, even it's discipline to keep motivating yourself, if that makes sense. It's like, if something motivates you, if you see it, you need to be disciplined to like remind yourself of that message or see that thing all the time to get that motivation back up. And I think like motivation can be temporary. Like you see a sports movie, you're like, oh my God, I want to be that. And then like a week oh, later, yeah, you're fuck. like, fuck. Uh. Like after I watch Creed, I'm fucking, I'm going to box every day for four hours. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Last question I'm going to ask from here. Cause then I have one last question I'd like to ask everybody. That's, from, that's, from, that's from Megan. Megan is a, is a super, super commenter. Yes, and so a good thing that we're we're using her is because yeah, thank you, Megan. You've been you've been adding a lot of commentary, and we appreciate it. Uh, oh shit, that's so cute. Oh, I think so. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what? When when I was uh, probably eighteen, nineteen, uh, I discovered like a lot of kind of, I guess, mentors for myself, kind of online, and um, Tim Ferriss was one of them. Uh, Seth Godin was another of them and now like I'm kind of like in touch with the team and with them like thinking about content and what to create kind of later on in my life it was Gary Vee and now I'm in touch with him and like his team so it's like it's crazy because you know they probably won't be those people for the younger generation but like someone else will so I like to think that like maybe myself and you and like others will like will be those guys and girls for, for, for them you know because I kind of really needed yeah. that because I came to the UK, like, my parents didn't know how to navigate and here, like, I didn't really know what to do. So, so that kind of YouTube um, influence was quite, quite important to me. Um, so, like, I just hope to be that for someone else. So, now if it's, if it's not YouTube, it's TikTok, it's fine. But um, I remember that they have changed my life, you know, for the better. Um, so, if I do the same, that would be cool. So, yeah, I would definitely be excited. Awesome. I love that. I'm just going to reframe the question because for people listening to my podcast, it's audio only, they won't see it. But it, the question was, would Teenage Max be excited about the content modern day Max is creating? And that was his answer. Um, yeah. I just want to touch on something that I saw someone comment. They said, but discipline um, comes or discipline comes from motivation. And I think that's true. Like you're motivated, say, to be a pro athlete. But every single day, you might not be motivated to do the training. So you have to be disciplined and having it scheduled in and like actually go in and do the work. Otherwise, you're not going to go to your goal. Yeah. Um, okay, so Instagram says we have two minutes left. So my last question that I like to ask everybody is, what would be your legacy in one word? Or what do you want your legacy to be, but in just one word? Different. Hmm. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I really like the phrase different is better than better. Uh, I also heard it from Tim Ferriss reciting someone else, as always, uh, and I was just like, I really fucking relate to that. Like, you know, just if you do something differently and you have good intent, then like forget about like trying to do things better than others or better than even better than you, but just as long as it's different. Uh, and of course, you can you can take that and take it in a in a way that's like I'm doing a different thing every day, but that's not what I mean. I just mean like originality is probably as important to me as impact or success or anything else like it's very very important so i would i would yeah and i think i think that's an amazing answer because people from say who are coming from tiktok if you redo the same dance that someone like a popular creator like charlie does and say you do it better because you're a dancer doesn't mean you're gonna it's gonna be no better one does for you if that's true so if you do your own niche you do things differently you're gonna get your own people you're gonna find your own people and so i really like that the different is better than better yeah awesome all right if okay we have 30 seconds left is there any last thing like that you want to leave people with that's it just like follow natalie and congratulations to you i really like the uh i really like the way you do your page and stuff like that and hope to hope to connect in the future Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. 
Um, and thank you everybody who commented and um, just watched the live and contributed. I really appreciate it. And everyone's saying, no, don't go. We'll have to, we'll have to do something else later. Hopefully I get that Instagram thing or the, the TikTok live thing going soon. Oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend, share it on social media, tag me at Natalie Allport, and check out my website, www.natalieallport.com. Thank you for tuning in.